You're listening to PoePolitikin.com. We got you stuck. Got you stuck off the realness. What up, y'all? This is the kid. I'm a dad's newest member of the Bad Boy Hitman production team. And guess what I'm doing, man? I'm politicking with my man Poe at PoePolitikin.com. Peace. Because it ain't easy, man. It may look glamour-like to you because you see me riding, you dig? Snake skin down to the floor, you dig? Hat and shoes to match. Diamonds on fingers and watches on arms. I'm telling you, it might look easy, but I don't have to work hard to get to this static. Answer the phone when the real nigga call. Uh, Ronnie. Nigga in his shining. Early in the morning, check the rollie with the diamonds. Yeah. Grind it, grind it, grind it, grind it, grind it. Damn, I got good timing. Yo niggas is falling off and my niggas is climbing. Run it, other people money. Tell them don't leave, girl, the real niggas is coming. Coming, selling like an onion. I fuck with Casey Veggies, nigga, that's my little youngin'. Bumping. On my way to function, pull up in the front, damn this shit look like it's jumping, jumping, this my introduction, mom calls me dime, girl I smash it like a pumpkin, drunken, girl you really frontin', if it's not with you bad I be leaving here with something, quote it, she tryin' to get promoted, took me to the bathroom and you ain't even noticed, yeah, I guess we call that groupie love. I made a get in that jacuzzi tub. Grind it, nigga out here shining. Early in the morning, check the rollie with What's the up, what's up, what's up? <laughs> Welcome to another edition of Pole Politicking. How you doing? How you living? My name is Pole. Pole Politicking, what's good, y'all? Appreciate y'all. Is that the homie? I saw Dom Kennedy right there. That's that grinding. That's kind of a throwback because that's from 2011. But, you know, that's what we about. We grinding on Pope Politics. And so I wanted to play it. But yeah, shout out to the listeners, man. Everybody listen to this show, man. I really appreciate you. You listen to, you know, me and you, man. It's like intimate. I interview the artists, but I'm really doing it for you. It's like one on one thing we got here, man. So you can always hit me up. Let me know. You know how you feel about the show Anything I should add Anything I should detract Cause I want this to be our show It's about us Team us That's the new name Team us So Yeah Don Kennedy though I like Don Kennedy West Coast got some They got some talent though Cause I know they got You know Obviously Kendrick Lamar But then I like Don You know like Scheme Problem I like uh, The Game Got Mitchie Slick So yeah West Coast You know I'm probably overlooking some people But yeah West Coast They got some Got some talent man yeah, and PolePolitikin.com, make sure you check me out, subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or anywhere you listen to podcasts, type in PolePolitikin, subscribe, and like I said, you can hit me up on um, PolePolitikin, that's uh, PolePolitikin, drop the G at gmail.com, social media is always PolePolitikin, just Google PolePolitikin, everything come up, hit me up, you know, like I said, about networking, Pole politics is about self-help, music, you know. Trying to preserve the culture a little bit of pole politics too, man. Cause I feel like, you know, hip-hop getting real commercial, man. So we got to really restore the, the feeling of what hip-hop is, the essence, the culture of it. So that's what I'm trying to do with this, my little baby over here called Pole politics. And today's guest, 
is the homie. You know, he's from Detroit, JP1. You know, he the one you've been hearing this intro lately I've been playing. It's him. And he's spitting on that, huh? Shit, cool. So he's the guest today. So we about to go into that. So sit back, relax, and enjoy yourself on Pole Politicking. Ha-ha-la. Your number one source for hip hop without all the, uh, well, politics. Corner store philosophy, wine prophets who probably felt the greatest hide and chase that dragon into poverty, inherited a lower self-esteem and a lack of knowledge, got they refund checks and turn it back to college. Who needs a degree to survive in these streets? Weather 400 degrees, juveniles chasing dreams. Hustling harder for smaller returns. They call it life shit. We live and we learn. What's up, world? It's JP1, a.k.a. Jackpot the Chosen One, representing Detroit to the fullest. Right now, you politicking with Poe on Poe Politicking. Let's get it. PoePolitikin.com I'm back to Poe Politicking. I'm now politicking with JP1. What's good, bro? What's happening? Nothing much. Doing, doing my thing. Yeah, I'm almost... I was about to say, because I was going to ask you about your name, because I actually saw the uh, your original, like, it came from Jackpot, the Chosen One. So that's why I paused, because I was about to say JP, the Chosen One. <laughs> so so would you, can you just talk about yeah. your name a little bit? Yeah, uh, I had a record deal when I was about 14 or 15. And I was selling background and they were saying like you, like you were saying you signed with the guy that works for Motown and then you was about to come out with the album and you went to jail I would have to sign every year. And um, 
after the first year, I decided I didn't want to sign because I wanted to do movies. The stuff that people do now was how I wanted to do it back then, like drop mixtapes. You got to think in 2000, 2001, who was doing mixtapes? Like the artists doing a mixtape, like DJ Clue and all of those guys were doing mixtapes. And then 50 Cent started doing it around the same time. But I was, I, that's how I got my record deal from rapping over other people's beats. And that's what I wanted to do. You know what I mean? I just wanted to rap. So, uh, you know, it was just like, oh, you want, oh, you want to be an actor now? You know, he didn't understand. So, I, I, we just went our separate ways. We never had any problems. We always be good. Just, you know, I, I wanted to do it my way, and he had a different vision. So I went my own way. And uh, what happened was, it wasn't making money. I had a record deal, but it wasn't making money. I was basically on my own at 16, 17. So I'm like, all right, you know, I got to make money. So I ended up in the streets. Yeah, and that's how I caught the case. Yeah, you know what I mean. I was gonna say too, cause you were saying you uh, you started rapping when you was fourteen. So I wanted to say, how did you actually talk about that a little bit more to your background and how you actually got involved with, with music? At so oh early. no, I got a deal. I got a. I, I started getting in like a real studio around fourteen. Um, about that time, like fourteen, fifteen. But I've been rapping all my life. I've been rapping since I'm talking about since like six, five, six, whatever. Mm-hmm. Like I've been rapping all of my life. Um. You know, from rapping other people's songs to like writing my own songs at about about eight. About eight, I was writing my own songs, and um, and like I said, I used to rap over the um the instrumentals, like how people do now. I used to buy the you know buy the singles, rap over the instrumentals. It's probably tapes floating around somewhere with me at like ten, eleven, doing my own thing, like rapping over instrumentals. Like I write songs out, you know, rap over the instrumentals with a, a karaoke recorder. And uh, about fourteen, fifteen, I started actually getting. Studio though, and, uh, so yeah, I've been rapping my whole life. I'm, a, I'm like really of the culture. Like I'm one of the guys. If you listen to the music, then you can really tell. But I'm like one of those guys who was like a kid, and um, and I was listening, you know, watching Crush Groove and Breaking and Disorderlies, and like I was really into, you know, Wild Style, Beat Street, yeah, all of that type of stuff. Like I, I was really into that as a kid. Like yeah. I, I, I'm not one of these guys. Yeah, I'm not one of these guys who, you know, start rapping at 21, like, oh, man, it's cool, or I can do this, you know, my cousin rap a little bit. I wasn't like that. I've always been the rap. Yeah, I would say so. You, you sound like you sound like me. You just raised in the culture then, huh? <laughs> um, I, I love it, bro. I love the culture. So and, who um, who's some of your influences? Um, my earlier influences was uh, um, Ice-T, L.L. Cool J, NWA, Public Enemy, like, uh, and everything. So that's the light I'm so I was like, I love everything. Uh, uh, A-Boy, MJG, Gucci Kane, um, Big Mike, everybody, boy. Like, the whole, man, I can go on and on. But the people that I took to as I became of age and was able to, like, listen to it, it was Nas, and Tupac, and Big, and Jay-Z, and, and um, I like Mace like, too. So, yeah, Mace was dope. People don't understand how dope Mace was. Yeah. Girl, like people, oh, he make the girls so like, oh, Mace was dope. Yeah. So you know, uh, uh and Dmx, and you know, then you start getting the Jane Kings, um, uh, Cash, Corrupt, um, Killer Priest, Cannabis. Yeah, like I, I'm, I'm of the 
<laughs> That's what's up. So speaking of dope, what did you say make you unique? What makes you a dope artist? Say so. Let's let's look at it kind of like boxing. What weight class would you say you're in? Like far, like you was kind of talking about Detroit and the ranking. Like what weight class would you say you're in right now? Since we got the fight coming on today. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, I'm like, I'm, I'm not quite the heavyweight here. I'm probably like light heavyweight. All right. So you, you know like, what I mean? Who? Because the, the music that's popular here. What artists do you think popular in Detroit? I'm from where you at? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't really That's know. That's the really. point. I know, I know they listen That's to, the like, well, I was going to say Eminem, but I don't really think people would, like, probably listen to him like that out there. I heard it. I be hearing people talk about Trick Trick. Okay, Trick Trick. Well. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I don't really, I'm not on the Detroit. <laughs> <That's, laughs> Tell you the truth, I'm not, I'm not on what, Detroit that listen, time. What Trick Trick song have you heard? None. So what, 
I'm gonna say what current project. Well, I saw you working on that the fire and brimstone too. So I just want you to talk about some oh, yeah. your current projects and oh, like where can they check out the music oh, yeah, and everything. I just dropped, I just dropped it. Uh, fire and brimstone two came out July 27th. Mm. Um, I'm working on fire and brimstone three. What I did was I put a trilogy together. Well, I'm putting the trilogy together. I'm only like a quarter of the way done with it. Well, about a third of the way done with it. Um, what happened was last year, I didn't put out an album really. Um, and I, I had did like four or five albums in like four years. So I had put out an album last year. I just, you know, put out some videos, built my fan base a little bit. And um, going into this year, I decided to put out a trilogy. It was to challenge myself. And uh, what I said was I was going to do a mixtape, like just rapping over other people's beats and do a trilogy of it. Just drop three, you know, three albums back to back. But once I announced it, I had got the album's cover design, uh, did all of that. And once I announced it, um, a lot of producers started sending me beats. You know what I mean? So they're like, oh, I got some beats. So I said, well, why waste time rapping over other people's beats when I can actually put together, you know, three albums? Maybe? Yeah. And, uh... And it was no problem. The music, music was no problem, but I run my record label too. So that ended up, I didn't take into account how much work it takes to do all the promotion, marketing. Anybody can put a CD on that pitch. Like, it wasn't that. It, like, I was really promoting marketing, uh, doing, like, I got real PR, real, I'm doing a bunch of interviews, a bunch of blogs. I've been on every top blog almost, you know what I mean? So, like, I'm really working, and uh, it's a lot. Let's say, because you, you've been rapping so so long, so let's say, like, somebody, like, they never heard of you before. Where should they start? Should they start on your new stuff? Or, like, what projects? Yeah. How should they start? Yeah, get the new stuff. Get the Fire and Your, which one do you feel is your best project so far? Full of trap beats because I don't do that. I'm not gonna give you the CD 
full of, um, you know, dance songs because I don't do that. So everything is consistent. So with each project, it's just basically me learning it one one and attacking it a little better than I attacked the last one. I was gonna say so. How can like you was talking about consistent? So how can someone like wh- how, what are some things you do to be consistent? I, I, all of the producers from Fire and Brimstone one, we're on Fire and Brimstone two, are on Fire and Brimstone three. Um, I work with the same video guy, so the quality is never gonna um, slack up. You know, as far as the visuals go, I deal with the same engineer, so that quality is never gonna slack up. <laughs> you know what I mean? I, I stay consistent. I'm not gonna. I don't change up. I don't just, okay, I'm going to go do this video guy because he offered me a free video. That's the thing now. So you, because my, my popularity is wrong. I'm saying, so you basically, you you mean by the quality? Quality, um, and as far as, uh, like I say, I'm not going to go too far. I'm not going to, I don't try stuff as far as like, I'm not about to make a trap song. I'm not going to give you a trap song. I don't do trap music. You know what I mean? So I can get a trap beat and do jackpot, you know, I'm going to do JP1 on the beat, I'm not about to go and, you know what I mean, I'm not, I'm not about to, that's not me, I'm always going to be consistent with me, I'm never trying to follow a trend, I'm always going to be consistent with me, and, and me, like I said, I'm of the culture, so everything is going to be lyric, lyrically heavy, it's going to be, you know, the beats are going to bang, like, like I'm consistent as far as I know what real hip-hop supposed to sound like, you know, I'll say just in just in case. I'm gonna say just in case, like the listeners don't know. What do you mean by trap music? Trap music is like, uh, yeah, I'm getting money. I'm still getting money, and we bang, 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 bang. That type of stuff like that. Oh, that's so so music. like, uh, moodle butt cheeks, moodle butt cheeks. <laughs> yeah, that, that, yeah, that's like the dance stuff. But it's other trap music that's like street choppers in the trunk. Yeah, I don't even think that. I don't think that's like that's not even good for the our culture in general, man. I don't think that's like what the kids need to be hearing. Yeah, that's that bullshit. It's horrible. Well, it's really bad because, um, like I said, most people don't understand actually writing, and um, and they don't really like they don't understand um actually putting the song together, and, and they don't understand um. Yeah, like you know poetry, I mean? the like, poetry you know, side. They, yeah, I actually, and, and I actually write like poetry. Even the way I write my rap is stands is like poetry. So I look at my rap, they, I write in full bar stands. It's like I, I think and I really write, and I hear a lot of guys go, oh, "I don't write, I just do it off the top of the dome," and it sounds like it. Yeah, you know what I mean. It sounds like you just went in there and said anything, and that's what I mean. Like I'm really like into making sure that this song makes sense front to back. I'm not gonna rap like it's not gonna be about like I'm not gonna get in here and just do some freestyle stuff like Lil Wayne where yeah I'm getting money uh uh I'm getting money out the butt cheeks toilet stool flush me you know what I mean like that type of stuff like I, I don't do that like I'm actually rapping like that's actually well put together and I'm never gonna slack up on that like I'm never gonna say like right now I'm buzzed but I'm never gonna say well I'm buzzed and I can just do anything like no I don't believe in that. I'm going to take on the same approach with every project. Like, I'm going to be hungry all my life. 
because I'm trying to be with the great. I'm not trying to be the most popular dude in Detroit. I'm, I'm popular, you know what I mean? But I'm not trying to be the most popular dude in Detroit. So what, I'm trying to be. I say, what motivates you then? I'm self-motivated because, I, like I said, I want to be with the greats, bro. Like, I want people to talk about me like they talk about Jay Z or they talk about Nas or, or you know what I'm saying? Like, that's how I want them to talk about me. Like, they talk about Eminem and, and people like that. Like, I don't, I want people, I want, it's already kids. It's kids here that's talking about me like, like I motivate them. You know what I mean? I had a phone call a couple months ago, one of my friends on the air from and she said one of the girls who, you know, the ladies there, she was doing, her son was in there and said he wanted to be a rapper. And she was like, well, you know who you want to be like me? And she didn't know, he didn't know that she knew me, but he was like, you know, I love J.P. Moore. And I don't, and, and I guess I met the guy a couple years ago, and uh, I guess I left a laughing because, you know, laughing is passion. And, and that's what I'm saying, like, I want that type of attitude, but universal. You know what I'm saying? And that's what I want. I want to be, I want people to use me as an example and to say, like, you know, man, I, I didn't know this that that. You know, JP won't motivate me. Because what people don't understand, I came home, bro, I didn't have a dollar in my pocket. You know what I'm saying? And I, all I had was a, a dream, bro. And, and I worked, and I worked, and I, and I have nice stuff now. I'm driving in a Lexus house. I have a nice condo in the suburbs. But when I tell you, I bust my butt. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I bust my butt. I, I sacrifice so much. I barely have a family like even now. I just had two kids, so I'm used to dealing with my kids. But that's about it. Hmm. And, and, and like, I don't, I don't chill with my brothers and sisters and all that. I'm working right now. I'm on my way to, to go to a session with uh, the Olympics. Um, they did a bunch of stuff with Tiger, Rick Ross. They find the cash money, but I'm on my way to go deal with the Olympics. Yeah, you actually. So I just left my door. I said you actually was going, you were going to the next question. I was going to say it kind of don't sound like it, but I was going to say, what do you have any interests and hobbies outside of music? Oh man, I do music full time. No, that's what I said. That would sound like. Play, <laughs> yeah, I don't have time for it. I run the label. I do everything myself. If I'm not, you know, I, I do all the marketing, promotion. But I want to ask you. I want to ask you about that though, because a lot of people when I interview them, they always say you gotta have a team. So, but you saying you do you everything do yourself. You do have to have a team. Um, the thing about it is now I, I have a. Um, I still work with James Dunn. You know a little bit, but that's because he elected. He liked what I was doing. Um, but my PR is in house, so I just um, my niece was actually doing PR. And the people that she was working with, they wasn't working so much. So she was like, man, you know, I'm doing all this work, and it's making me look bad. So my niece is on my team now. So she's a part of Gifted and Talented LLC. And um, she's the only person that's actually a part of the, the label or the um, the company because we do more than just you know, music stuff. So, um, we do small business marketing and that type of stuff, too. So I, I'm a real business. So and it, she's the only person that, that works with Gifted and Talented LLC. Everybody else, I pay to to do stuff like uh, my paperwork. When I need new paperwork or stuff done and my, my LLC stuff, um, you know, updated and all of that, I pay one of my old managers who was good at paperwork. She was the greatest person doing paperwork. I just didn't feel like she was like attacking the streets. Like I felt like a manager too. So you know, we had to you know kill on the manager thing, and we start doing the um. 
need like uh like I got three or four LLC. I need that type of stuff done. Um, the proper stuff, some taxes, the government stuff. She do all of that. I call her and I pay her per you know what she do. So my niece is the only person that's on the payroll. Name of God. She's the only person that's that I actually pay monthly. You know what I'm saying? Or weekly, whatever. You know what I mean? She's the only person that I pay. That I have to pay. Everybody else, I pay them as a, as needed basis. And then I want you to talk. What's the last book you read? The last book I read is uh, Robert Greene, Matthew. Oh, yeah, I like that book. I'm actually, I don't know that book, Longer Shit, so I like read a little bit, stop, read a little bit, stop. Got, yeah, but I, yeah, I mean, I haven't even finished it, but that's what I've been doing. Well, can you talk um, about it a little bit, just in case the listeners don't know what it's about? Oh, Mastery is written by Robert Greene, who is the same person who wrote uh, 48 Laws of Power, the artist. 33 Strategies of War. Yeah. Yeah. 33 Strategies of War. And he wrote um, the, book the 50th, 50th Law. Um, 50th Law 50th with 50 Cent. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, but mastery is about um, mastering yourself, like learning how to be in control of everything. Like, you know what I mean? Being in control of your destiny. Not necessarily, you know, people try to make it like the opposite of and all that stuff. But it's not that. It's just saying, you know, to be in total control. A lot of people forget that they are in total control of their life from every aspect, and that's what mastery is all about. And uh, yeah, that's what I'm being on. I'm so, big on that. I'm being on. I'm being on. Anything can happen, bro. Like I, somebody can run to me right now, and I'm not gonna blame them. Everything. I'm gonna say, well, I could have did this a little better. Maybe I should have been paying more attention. That's the only way you grow as a person is to, to take full accountability, even when it's hard. Because sometimes it's hard to take full accountability, especially when you feel like you've done nothing wrong. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But I'm the type of person that I try to take full accountability of everything. All right, and then I want you, okay, you kind of went into the next question, too. I want you to talk about, so what are some, sound like you're very, you know, highly motivated. So I, I just want to say, what are some tools or techniques you use to stay focused on your goals? Saying like, like do, do like you I'm, use like a to do list? Like is any like certain thing oh, you yeah, do? I, yeah, like like that. No, I don't do. Oh, um, bro, I don't. Um, I'm really organized, but I don't really write a bunch of to do lists. I have a um, I do have a, a a board up in my studio, and my studio's in my house. But I do have a board up in, where I record it, and I pretty much say, okay, I need to do this. I read a lot, and I do like I read a lot, and I subscribe to like independent music magazines, stuff like that. You know what I mean?
that's why I want you to go get So when you don't want to look for immediate gratification and then you don't have it, and then you start losing your motivation because things didn't work out the way you planned it. So everything with me is planned out long term. You know, and so that's I, that's the best advice I can give people is stay consistent and plan long term because you can't control every single thing. But if you plan, okay, this is what my fifth year looks like, then you know what you need to do in year one, two, three, four. And when you're not doing it, then you can say, well, it don't look like I'm against it. Year five doing this. I need to make some changes. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to get to that goal in five years yeah. doing this, so I need to make some changes. I don't smoke. I don't drink. I exercise regularly. I, I, I stay in the gym. You know, sometimes I can't get there three or four times. I try, you know, I try to do every week. Like I said, I just had kids. So um, it, it's been a little rough for getting there regularly. But I'm still up. I run. You know what I mean? I go in there. I run three to five miles every time. Then I work out. Like, it's just about eating a little better. You know, I do slack up sometimes, and I'm always on the run. And, you know, I might want me a good some ice cream. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But in, in long term, you know, it's just about being consistent. And you, like I said, you're in total control. So with me, like I said, bro, I don't smoke. I don't drink. I don't get as much sleep as I should, but I do get some sleep. <laughs> you know what I mean? So... And that's it. Like, I don't, it's just about staying focused, man. Like, I don't let, if something don't pertain to me and my goals, I don't deal with it. I don't have a bunch of friends. Because usually what people do is, man, what you got going on? Well, you can come over here and do this. Like, no, that's not what I'm trying to do. I can't, I can't be a part of what you're trying to do and still attack my goals. Yeah, I would say you can We keep flowing into the next question, but I still want to ask you. You kind of, you kind of said it, but I still want you, I want to ask you and just say, have you repeat it again because it's very important. So, like, let's say somebody come up to you and say, uh, "How can I be successful in life?" What would you say? I would say plan and execute. That's, that's all I do. I plan and execute. I just plan. I plan a lot. Like I plan a lot. It's some people who plan. Plan, 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 and never really, you know, get it done. Yeah. That's nice. what you got blinkers for. Yeah, so if I, I, I'm actually a person that plans and I set dates. I'm very detailed in my plans. You know what I mean? I set dates and I set goals. And I, when I meet one goal, I make another goal. So do you visualize you know, it a I lot? Think, so. I visualize it. I, I and even today, I, I won't lie to you, today, I realized that certain things weren't happening the way that I wanted them to happen. And I thought about it this morning, and I said that's because I'm really not, even like selling music. You give away music. You can give away music, put it on that pill, and you can get a bunch of people that say, oh, I love your album. It was dope. But will these people buy your album? Right. And for a while, I had wrestled with that, and I had, I basically talked myself out of put my music up, you know, just for sale. And um, what happened was, I, you know, I basically, like, let me test the water a little bit. And I said, well, you know, I start just promoting the, the album is still up for free on that piece of live, anything, all of that. But I start promoting the, the actual iTunes link and all of that to where you can go buy the album. I took it down for free off of my website and made it to where you have to purchase it. And it's been a month and the sales been, like people gonna buy the album. Yeah, I mean, so sometimes you, you know, I, I think that thing that's like, man, like especially if you got real fans, they want to support you. So you know, 
like yeah, that's cool. Like exactly. the shit, they really like your shit. They gon' they know you can't be doing it all free and off air. So shit, yeah. <laughs> you know they gonna support your and shit. You know what? CD and they still was buying it, and, but he had it for free. Yeah, he had it for free. He had it. He had it like for twenty dollars, and he had it for a hundred for the physical. And people were still yeah. buying it, and it was free. And they the were still spending hundred dollars. The proud to pay campaign. Yeah. The thing about music, yeah, you do the proud to pay campaign. Mm-hmm. And, and and that's what I. If you like on social media and everything, I'm a Nipsey Hussle fan myself. So I actually, I was a like I was supporting the proud to play movement, the proud to pay movement, and that's. If you like it, go buy it. Yeah, if you like it, if you listen to it, that's how I feel. Like, like, if I listen to it and I really like it, I actually will buy it, you know? So I like it like that. I had Yo Gotti album on bootleg. I bought it on the Humbug. Somebody was like, oh, I got to do Yo Gotti. I was like, oh, man, it didn't come up there yesterday. I bought the album. But I just want to do a summary, and I, I think the theme of this interview. I like how you kept saying like you like you are controlling your destiny. So I kind of want you to just talk about that a little bit more. To yeah, um, it's people. Um, don't ever
driving the car. You had, the car is going to do certain things, yeah, because that's what a car was built to do. The car only do what a person that's driving the car is telling them to do, unless there's something wrong with your car. So if you can press the gas, you're going to go. If you can press, press the brakes, you're going to stop. You know what I mean? And, and, and if that's not working, then what you do is you go get that fixed. So that's what you do with your life. You're in total control of your life. So when you control everything, let's say you got this one friend that just don't get it. Man, all they want to do is smoke and drink. That's not your problem. So what you do, you have to fix that problem. Okay, let me create some business. You know what I'm saying? You're still in control. You can't never tell me that I don't care if it's your mother, your father, your brother, your sister. If that person is not contributing to your overall goals in life, then you need to make space. Because you're in control. You can't control that person or that person being um, detrimental to themselves or or um, not making progress themselves. You can't control that. And sometimes that's what we try to do. We try to like, oh, man, I'm just trying to get them together. Oh, no, you can't get them together. What you do is you create space. And when they want to get together, they will come back and ask you for help. Even say, if when, it's your kids. I was say, when did you learn this? Like, how did you learn this? Because I, I really like what you're saying. I read saying. psychology. Yeah, I read psychology books, bro. I read. I read. I'm a real reader. And what happens is, you know, sometimes you need to, um, you need to have a breakdown and have a breakthrough. And so while I was in prison, I, I, I can't say I had a bad prison experience. None of that. I don't want to glorify it. But I didn't, I didn't have a bad <laughs> prison experience. You know what I'm saying? Because I, I'm never, I'm not that type of person. I went in prison. And I had the same attitude I had out here. But I went into prison at 18. So around 21, I realized, like, well, a lot of the things that have happened in my life, I've done to myself. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and that's when I said, well, some of this stuff is so bad that I know if I could have did, if I realized that I could have did something good and positive and, and had a positive experience, then I would have, you know, things would have turned out better. And so when I came home, that's the attitude I came home with. When I tell you, I just in my pocket, I didn't know I was going to get a pair of drawers from. And I said, well, I'm going to do this music thing, and this is what's going to get me out the hood. Out, you know what I mean? Out, out of Detroit. I just went to, this summer, I've been in 10, like, I'm performing like 10 states this summer. On my own. You know what I'm saying? I ain't got no label behind me or none of that. It's just on my own. I'm performing 10 states. And... This is what's going to get me out the hood because this is the gift that God gave me. That's why I named my, my, my record company was well, a full media company, but that's why I named it Gifted and Talented. I didn't name it Murder Dog Records and under that. No, it's Gifted and Talented. God gives you a gift, and then you can have a talent that you need to work on because LeBron James was gifted in the fact that he was 6'8, 240. He was gifted. God gave him certain attributes. But. He had to work on being a good basketball player. He had to learn the game. He, it was you. Even though I had the talent of music, I had to work. You know what I mean? I did a lot of work. I, I do a lot of work. You know what I'm saying? So that's people. The law is, you know, you can be gifted. It's different things. The song, you know, what's the difference? The gift is not given. The talent is what I have to work on. Hi, man. So. I want to say, so what would you like to say to your fans, anybody that's been supporting you so far in your career? I, want, I just want to say thank you because it's a million other people doing music. And, and, and the people that rock with me, they rock with me. Like, people really rock with me. And not just music. Like, I can make a post. Like, I can make a, a, a I write blogs and stuff, too. So I can write a blog. Like, even this, when I post this, 
it's people that's like really taking what I'm saying, and that's the, the biggest thing you can do to somebody is give them some motivation. That's all I'm trying to do. I'm trying to show people that you don't, you know, you don't need a famous cousin to follow your dream. You know what I mean? Popolitikin.com. Corner store philosophy, wine prophets who probably felt the greatest hide and chase that dragon into poverty, inherited a lower self-esteem and a lack of knowledge, got they refund checks and turn it back to college. Who needs a degree to survive in these streets? Weather 400 degrees, juveniles chasing dreams, hustling harder for smaller returns. They call it life shit. We live and we learn. What's up, world? It's JP1, a.k.a. Jackpot, the chosen one, representing Detroit to the fullest. Right now, you politicking with public. On Let's get it. I would tell each and every person out there, don't forget about that clicking up thing, you know what I mean? Be to yourself. Stay to yourself. Trust nobody. Trust nobody. You know what I mean? Straight up. My closest friends did me in. My closest friends, my homies, people who I done took care of their whole family, looked out for them, put them in the game, everything turned on me. Hey, JP1. Hey, nigga, on my mama, you killed that first one. Shit, I had to get a piece of the action on my nigga. Yeah, look, no pain, no struggle, no progress. Success seems like it's a slow process. But I just move like locomotives, and I don't even check my rear view. I'm focused. I play the cards I was dealt, minus the jokers. Magician, I made them disappear like hocus pocus. I seen it all, done it all. The game ain't nothing new to me. Made a nigga hard cold, is what it did truthfully. Banged it out with jealous niggas, caught a case because of snitches. Mama died, even had some babies by the wrong bitches. Without rewind the hands of time, hell nah. If I did, I wouldn't have a story to tell y'all. About how I defeated the odds, single-handedly succeeded without the need of a squad. Cause once you tell niggas your aim and give them game for the fame, they'll change while riding off of your name. It's true when they tell you experience is the best teacher. What's the difference between a boss and a leader? A boss will throw his weight around and spoon feed his people. A leader can lead and still make you feel equal. A boss will let his people starve while he shine. While a leader let his people shine when it's time. Loyalty ain't just a word, it's a lifestyle. This shit from the heart is too real to write down. Feel me? Fear is stronger than love. Remember that. Fear is stronger than love. All the love I gave didn't mean nothing when it came to fear. So it's all good. But I'm a soldier, I always survive. I constantly come back. You know what I mean? Only thing that can kill me is death. That's the only thing that ever stopped me is death. And even then, my music will live forever. Okay, real life shit. More pain, more game, more of the same though. Game plan simple, we winning, so what's the change for? Live fast, die young, money came slow. Death is still certain, it's always something to aim for. Concrete roses, nature said we can't grow. Nurtured by knowledge and the little shit we ain't know. We read on and sped on with our heads on. Pursuit of perfection, only thing that kept our legs strong. Arrogant, cocky, confident when we dead wrong. The right words are still cut deeply if they said wrong. Of course they wash their hands of you when it's deep. They're about to kiss your ring. Then be spitting at your feet Loyalty in business is worse than the streets Cause these corporate motherfuckers will do anything to eat No, loyalty in business the same as the streets You let niggas take your couch, then they wrap you in your sheets I remember when niggas used to catch beers His niggas made sure that shit was straight with his kids Now nah, niggas stop through to fuck a nigga bitch Leave his homeboy for dead, then he wonder why he snitch Every man for himself, fuck unity A simple drug arrest will destroy your whole community New niggas compete with who they eat with and wonder why them folks know they motherfucking secrets.
GoPolitikin.com. Let the drama begin. Yep, I'm on 10, cause crossing me was a sin. Got a slew of enemies, nigga, you blend in. If I kill them all at once, for me, that's a win-win. A couple friends stuck it out with me through thick and thin. Them other so-called men showed they were feminine. Bunch of fuckboys around me, but that was my fault. Cause I ain't cut them off when I saw the shit that I saw. Bunch of ungrateful, spiteful, hateful cowards. This verse ain't enough, I could go at these faggots for hours. But really, is it worth me wasting my breath on you, my success? That's to kill you worse than wishing a death on you. You, you, you. you niggas jumped out of pocket, now you gotta suffer the consequences and I will plug up your socket. Let's be honest, did you really think I'd take a back seat and let you niggas profit off of me? Man, you got me fucked up. Don't make me expose you, cause you know me and I know you. I'll do things you won't do, so keep playing. Show you definite clever disguise seem like a surprise so so be careful what you wish for nigga if we collide and like so the line so so you just might be uh I don't owe no explanations, I don't want one Jackpot is doing jackpot, so I'm on one Oh shit, you stay focused, they take notice Rappers ain't just broke, rappers all broke wrists Rappers all tight jeans, and they all lighting They talking about bread, it's a rap if they try me My only concern is this nigga on my ID And dot, 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 wait on me I'd rather ride in back of a hearse than a bandwagon That's a thousand dollar belt, why your fucking pants sagging? Faggot, when I told you we winning, it wasn't bragging I was merely stating facts, nothing to do with rapping When niggas fell off, you seen what happened Battleship sunk, but not I, I, captain Never missed a beat, I'm too heavy in the street When the hustle got tight, I found another way to eat Capiche? Don't make me expose you Cause you know me, and I know you I'll do things you won't do So keep playing and I'll show you Definite, clever disguise Seem like a surprise So, so, be careful what you wish for Nigga, if we okay. collide Then like so, the line so, so, you just might be uh, They talk foolish, I do this okay. Music's uninspiring I'm useless, I'm just Missing the point, am I stupid? No, I'm just missing a point So I'm shooting, big three Myself, I, and don't forget me Simply, I'm on guard, so don't Tempt me, my gun ain't on Pause till it's empty, sun Won't shine on y'all till I'm six feet And if we do cross paths Lord, forgive me, cause I ain't trying to Kick it at all, niggas can miss me With all the brotherly talk and peaceful Speeches, I'm trying to kill all of you Parasites and leeches I'm waiting on the moment you decide to sneak this So I can stump you and reorganize your features When bitch niggas knowing that they doing some weak shit And I react this when they start looking for Jesus I peeped it Don't make me expose you Cause you know me and I know you I'll do things you won't do So keep playing and I'll show you Definite clever disguise seem like a surprise So, so be careful what you wish for Nigga, if we collide and like so, the line, so, so, you just might get it.